Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I want to talk about reflections and resolutions. Of course, I am recording this and sending it out to you at the beginning of a brand new year. And so I thought it would be a good time to have a year-end look at the journey that you have been on and how you can use all of that for your growth. And this was a skill sheet that I put out. I put two of those out a month to our group coaching membership members. And this was a skill sheet that was encouraging them to take a look at their year that has gone by and the growth that they have made. And it's a beautiful way whether we are here right now at the beginning of a new year doing this as an exercise, or if you are doing it because you are making a big change in your life, taking some time for reflection is super important. And we often overlook it because we are busy and especially busy at this time of year. But I find that January can be a beautiful time to do this kind of work. So what we do is we are taking our life, our busy, busy life that is shook up like the snow globe, and we're setting it on the table for a few minutes and letting that glitter settle so that we can have some clarity to begin the new year with fresh eyes and intentions. And again, I find January as a whole, the month of January, a great time to set a little bit of time aside and do these kinds of exercises. So what I have for you are some prompts that you might consider, including in your journal for closing out the old and bringing in the new. The first one on my list is gratitude reflection. So what I'd like you to do here is to list three things that you are grateful for from the past year. Now, this is not like your daily gratitude list, which I hope you are keeping. And we've talked about that in many other episodes. But this is looking at your whole year and picking out three things that you are grateful for. And then to actually reflect on how expressing gratitude for these things has impacted your overall well-being. The next one up on the list is personal achievements. This is a place where I find when I'm working with clients, they often are not aware of the growth and the achievements that they have made, even since the last time that we met, and definitely not over the long haul, unless I have them take time to actually slow down and look back. It's like 
I always say, if you are on that surfboard paddling out toward the horizon, you just keep going and going and never feeling like you are getting anywhere. But if you take time to sit up on that surfboard and look back at the shore from where you started, it is amazing how far you have come. And we need to acknowledge our achievements. So if you can identify three personal achievements or milestones, no matter how small, and explore these and see how they have contributed to your sense of self-worth over this past year. This is a great time to turn that surfboard around and look back at the shore. Next up are coping strategies. So see if you can list three coping strategies that helped you this year to manage your anxiety. You might want to look back through your journal to do this. This is a reason why writing things down can be really helpful and highlighting them or putting little sticky tags in there so that you can find them easily. But I'd love for you to reflect on the situations where these strategies that you employed were particularly effective. Because if we can recognize what is working best for us, we can do them more often and experiment a little bit less because we know what's working for us. Next up would be challenges faced. Here I would like you to see if you could identify the most significant challenges that you faced this year. Now, I like looking back at these because often we think the whole year was just full of challenges, great and small. But when we take time to look back, we can identify the most significant challenges and actually write them out and explore how you actually coped with each of these challenges and what you learned from the experience. This is where we fall short sometimes because we always grow through challenges. But what happens is we don't look back at the challenge. We don't review it again and see, wow, that really helped me get from point A to point B, but I didn't realize it. And a lot of things don't happen unless there was this challenge or the challenge moved us in a totally different direction. But unless we take the time to actually look back and explore how these changed us, how we learned from them, and how we actually coped with them, we don't have that information. It doesn't come automatically. We have to slow down get our journal out and take a moment and be with ourselves long enough to let all of this bubble up. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to 
to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. And several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. One Skin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The fifth one I have list for you, I have 12 of them, by the way. The fifth one here is a self-care reflection. Another place that we will really do well to know what is working and what is not. So evaluate your self-care routine and activities that you do throughout the year. Because what happens is we just begin to do things out of habit and we don't pay any attention to, is this helping me? Is this keeping me in a neutral place? Or is it actually using up time I don't need to spend because it's not helping? So evaluate your self-care routine and identify the areas where you excelled in your self-care and areas where you could use some improvement. I love January for all of these reasons. It is a great time to have this kind of reflection on our self-care, what we are doing for ourselves, and is it working? Because if it's not working, maybe we need to adjust or change direction dramatically. But we don't know until we actually take the time to evaluate. Next up is positive changes. It's a good time to reflect on any positive changes in your mindset or behavior. Again, this comes back to looking at our personal achievements. It's really good for us to see what positive changes we have made. Again, I see these in people sometimes before they do, because you are with yourself all day, every day. The change in you that you see is very minute. When I don't see somebody for a month or two, wow, I can see dramatic positive change. So I think we do well if we take some time to reflect on what positive changes we have made ourselves in our mindset or our behaviors and actually consider how these have impacted our daily life and our relationships. Next up, I have mindfulness moments. I want you to take some time and recall moments of mindfulness or when you have been actually being present, when you were in the present moment, and reflect on how practicing mindfulness has influenced your anxiety level. Now, this is getting a little meta, I guess. We're going to be being mindful about our mindful moments, but we want to actually pay attention and recall them because that 
means it's important to us. We're reviewing it and we want to reflect actually on how the practice of mindfulness influenced our anxiety in particular here. How did your anxiety level change when you brought mindful moments into your life? Next up is relationships. Good time to look at all of it, right? Let's take some time, the turning of the page of the year, and consider the quality of your relationships and all of your connections. Identify positive aspects, and also the areas where you'd like to improve in your relationships. Often we only look at the negative, right? When we think about reflecting on our relationships, we can easily go to challenging or difficult relationships or connections in our life, and we can maybe spend too much time there. So it's very important to also identify the positive aspects of the quality of relationships that you have. Because remember, the more we think about something, our mind and body can see that's important to us and wants to bring us more of it. So we don't want to spend all of our time in the negative and of things that need to be fixed or changed. So when you're thinking about your relationships, think about the joyful ones. Think about the relationships that just are easy for you also. And consider the quality of those and how those work. You know, find out Is it something they do? Is it something that they are interested in? Is it something about you that is drawn to them? It's fun to look back without having to make any big major changes, but we can see what pops up and maybe there would be some places we would like to improve. But again, let it be an easy flow and do concentrate also on the positive aspects of your relationships. Next up is number nine and it's learning and growth. I know I spend a lot of time learning over my weeks and months and I do it out of the love of sharing the show with you and I do it for my own personal growth. And so I think that it's a good time when we're turning the page and starting anew to list three things that we have learned about ourselves in this past year. What did we learn about ourselves? Because like I said, I spend a lot of time learning and trying to grow professionally, personally, but it's really different when you take time to look back. What did I learn about myself? What did all of that work that I invested in learning and growing, what did that do for me? What did I get to learn about myself? And we can reflect on how these insights have contributed to our personal growth. What direction did all that learning put me in? Which way am I going? Is this a direction I like? Again, we can't figure that we're going to know these things just off the top of our head by going through life. We have to set 
time aside to just be with ourselves. This isn't something you are going to do with someone else. You may want to share your lists afterwards with someone else and consider having a conversation with someone who is close to you, a friend or a coach or a therapist, and, you know, going back and forth. That could be wonderful. If you have people that you can be that vulnerable with, that could be a big bonus. Let's move on to number 10, future intentions. Again, something we think about at this time of year. So as you're reflecting in your journal, set one or two positive intentions for the upcoming year. Consider how these intentions actually are aligning with your overall well-being and your anxiety issues. Are you using these intentions in a way that are going to help you grow out of the wormhole and be able to have anxiety come and go like waves in the ocean rather than taking you down the wormhole. This is a great time to set, like I said, one or two. You don't want to overwhelm yourself with intentions for the year. And with those intentions, keep in mind how they are going to affect your overall well-being and where your anxiety issues fall in those intentions. Are you going to be working on intentions that are going to be pushing the envelope and maybe having you maybe have a little bit more anxiety here and there in order to expand enough to totally come out of the wormhole? Think about it and write it down. I really encourage you through these 12 points that I have here to take them to your journal, write them out, and come back and visit them. Add to them, subtract, cross things out, but get it down on paper. It looks so different when we write them down and we come back and look at them. Now, number 11, we're coming up near the end here, is professional growth. Take some time to reflect on the professional achievements that you've made this year or the growth that you've made toward your profession that you are seeking. Consider how your professional life has influenced your anxiety levels. Now, this is super important because many people put their anxiety in a box and they have that box that is labeled my anxiety and it's about one thing, like let's say travel, or another one is driving. Another one that is really common is relationships and anxiety. But what we don't see sometimes is how our whole life is influencing our levels of anxiety. So when you are reflecting on your professional growth, consider if your professional life has influenced your anxiety levels at all. And finally, support system. I'd like you to identify the individuals or resources in your life that have provided support during your challenging times last year. And reflect on the importance of building and maintaining a support system if you do not have one. Because this is where we get to relax our nervous system knowing that we have support 
There is a net under us if we fall. And if you don't have one now, no worries, you can build one. You can build one and you can begin by jotting down in your journal right now, last year, identify who those individuals or resources were that provided you support during your challenging times. And again, if there was nobody there and no safety net for you, that is your wake-up call to build a safety net. Whether it be therapists or coaches, there are many groups. We have a group. There are you know, in your medical community, in your own community, you can begin to reach out to people. But don't be afraid because you are not alone in this. I know because I talk to people day in and day out and my email box is full of people saying how they felt so alone. But by listening to the show, have found that they have a leg to stand on and they can begin now to build and maintain even larger of a support system. So take your time with these prompts and remember that reflection is a personal process. The goal is to foster self awareness and to celebrate your progress, no matter how small. This is an excellent way to close out the old and begin the new year that is right here with us. And if you're listening to this at some other time of year, fear not, these prompts and this exercise can be done anytime. We kind of get stuck in our calendar. I know I do. I love January because I love the turning of the page and it's a clean slate for me. But that can happen at any day, any time. So I hope whenever you are listening to this, that you will try these exercises out and get your journal warmed up and written in. And now for today's quote. Every moment is a fresh beginning. And that's from T.S. Eliot. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 